Yes, James. Listen, James Crochet led the team. He wouldn't run the ball the way he he ran like tonight. Mm-hmm. Like a couple times, but he took off. Now, if we're drafting all these players in the first round, spending money on these players, that place. And there is not much that teams are going to do when you're winning. Even if you ain't selling what I got to say, I can write it, blow it up, and sew it away. Congrats to Paris for Giants winning. I know you're happy. I got 86 to join, drop a number to Once you get the playoffs, even if you ain't feeling what I got to say, I can write it, blow it up, and sew it away. They ain't never called and let the beat play. I got 86 to join, drop a number to I'm more than I, I, I want him to start doing that. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Road Pod. I'm your host, Hendo, and this is my co-host for today, Yolanda B. This is the channel where we talk football with friends and family. And of course, we are all family under that Ravens umbrella. And like families sometimes tend to do, they fuss, they fight, they argue. And today has been a day for arguing amongst family. Now, I don't mind you saying your piece here. And as you always know, I want you to be yourself, speak your mind, but make sure you do it respectfully. Because all day long, I've just been seeing people disrespecting other people for their opinions. Everybody's not going to agree. So, how you doing today, Miss Yolanda? I'm doing okay. Thanks for asking. How are you? Hello, everyone in the chat. How's everyone? I think I've seen better days. Yeah, the day was. Listen, today I, I I started off the morning, and it was it was a little somber. You know, um, certain things went on, and if you've been living under a rock, you don't know what's going on. And there's some there was some news that came out strategically that kind of threw a monkey wrench into Jonathan Harbaugh's press conference. But later on in the day, I don't know how true this news is, there was another report saying, even though all of these things are going on, there is still a negotiation with the Ravens for a possible contract extension. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I actually was going to try and find a maroon shirt to wear tonight to start to gear myself up for the possibility of Lamar and I going to the commanders, but I couldn't find the maroon shirt. So I had to go with like turquoise. So maybe dolphins. I know the Colts are blue. What are the lions? Aren't they like a a shade of blue? Honolulu, Honolulu blue. Yeah. So the turquoise and or blue, however, it's showing up on the camera. That's a you know an ode to Lamar. I'm with you, wherever you go. <laughs> but the commanders are we 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 don't. Do I didn't. That. I couldn't find the maroon shirt I wanted. Next time you have me on, um, I'll have to wear the maroon shirt. So you know what, I'll, the, I'll hunt for it. And so next time I'm on, gang, hold me accountable. Now I'm supposed to be in maroon. You know that's a sign, right? That's a sign of what? That because you could not find it, that team is eliminated. Oh, I didn't take it as such. I just thought I need to organize my closet a little bit better. <laughs> it's a sign. It's a sign that they are out. No more discussion about it. He can go to any team. Listen, he can go to any team in the NFL but the Washington Commies. It's the only team I will not accept. I don't like the Colts. I'll accept it. I don't like the 49ers. I was just about to say, I need to start looking into the 49ers, you know, like 
I'm telling you, I couldn't find that maroon. I couldn't well, find the shirt, and I was really frustrated because I really wanted to see it. But nevertheless, I'm gonna tell you one team that people aren't really happy about. Which one? That is a strong, strong possibility, and that would be the New England Patriots. I wouldn't mind the Patriots. I like um, what's the coach's name? Belichick. Bill, Bill Belichick. Yes, I like him. You so like him, but they have been kind of a, they've been kind of a rival of ours throughout the years. Every other team in my eyes is a rival. I mean, that's how I look at it. So wherever Lamar and I land, any of the other teams remaining, you know, those are our rivals. So, I, I mean, know. imagine if you went to Pittsburgh. I think you guys were talking about that on the show. I heard one day, you know, one day last week, like, okay, what if he goes to Pittsburgh? That's, that, that's our rival. Uh, that's, that's a different rival. Listen, since we've come back into the NFL, we have been in a division with the Steelers. First, it was the AFC Central. Now it's the AFC North. So we've always been cross-state cross rivals. Plus, we emulated Pittsburgh style. You know, hard-nosed defense, run game, serviceable quarterback at that time. So we really don't like each other. But I don't know. Which one would I accept more, Pittsburgh or – Commanders or Pittsburgh? Think about it. Oh, listen, Pittsburgh. No thought needed. Listen, DC. DC is last on my list and everything. But let's see who we got up here in the chat. We already got. Yeah, let's see who we have up here. Thanks all. Thanks everyone for coming and and you know participating in this vent session because I certainly anticipate that's what it's going to be. We need some therapy. So yes. um, So it's 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 just it's a good thing because this is actually a patron requested stream. Oh. And it kind of coincided with the same day that. You know, Lamar chose violence. So, you know. Well, shout out to your patron who requested it. Yes. Shout out to that patron. But I don't, once again, the months are getting long. So uh don't know how many more patron requested streams we're going to allow. Like that perk. Uh, they can request videos. They can request videos. Streams. Yeah. But let's see who we got in here. We got my okay. man, Suge Knight, 323. Make sure you go over to his channel and subscribe. Dope, dope content. You might see me on there tomorrow night. You'll definitely see him and Brodney there tomorrow night, 9.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, talking Ravens and, Ravens and Steelers. I'm sure they'll cover all of this plus more. We got Jared Green in the house. What's going on? Salute to you. Appreciate you, bro. Listen, Jared signed up for the Patreon yesterday. He's a new member of the Rogue family. Um, check, the, check the messages because I left a link to the Discord for you so you can join that. I'm not sure if you saw that. You and Joshua. Welcome, Joshua, as well. Welcome to the Rogue family, the patron family. Indeed, indeed. Also, the late guy, Brandon Bazell. Thank you for Brandon, driving in. Brandon, I just have two words for you. In a previous chat, I just have two words for you. Steve Spurrier, and I'm done. I move on. He kept putting that, didn't he? he like I literally out. fell out when I saw that. I said, Brandon, hysterical. Brandon is a lot of fun, a lot of laughs with Brandon. <laughs> Brent's in the house, another patron. Appreciate you guys. Yes, that was Mr. Galloway on the flow. So if you like the intro music that you heard, that is my man, Mr. Galloway. Check him out. Channel is dope. We do a hip-hop podcast on old school hip-hop every Friday at 6 p.m. Drop in and see what we got going on. Abdi Hassan, what's going on, bro? Just chilling, uh, trying to soak up this news, trying to digest what's going on and make sense of it could this all just be a spectacle just to 
kind of spice up a dull free agency period? Or is it a possibility that Lamar is really gone? That is something we have to discuss. Ugh. Jonathan Washington Jr., what's going on, bro? I appreciate you dropping by. Listen, y'all, it's 30 people in here. Y'all blessing me. I'm really surprised. You know what I'm saying? Last minute stream. Yeah. I, I guess y'all rock with us. Appreciate you guys are you. awesome. Thank you all so much. For Jeremy Miller, what's going on? Danity's in the house. This is live. I've been waiting for. <laughs> yeah, Danity, you, you already know. I'm not going to play no games. I'm going to tell her how I feel it. And I don't care if they like it or they don't like it. Because I'm going to do it respectfully. And I'm not going to tell anybody that they're wrong about their, their opinions or how they feel. Like, everybody feels like somebody's wrong in this situation. Just for me, I feel like it's the organization. What's going on? We got Sharon in the house. Yes, yes, indeed. The crew is here supporting Mr. Yeah. J is in the house. Listen, Mr. J, Mr. J's been in Discord all day, just causing mm -hmm. violence. I think he he actually put up a commander's uh Lamar Jackson in a commander's jersey. I couldn't find the maroon shirt, I couldn't find it, Mr. J. But next time, hold me accountable. Next time, um, Hendo invites me on the show, I definitely have to wear a something maroon. False. Lunch Break Hot Takes in the house. What's going on, Jose? Make sure you drop by Lunch Break Hot Take. They released a video earlier today. Yeah. It's a very short video right. detailing how they feel about this whole situation. Mm -hmm. Dope, dope video. Dope content creators. Dudes that I look up to. Make sure you go over there and check them out. Also, we've got change that I want to see, that you wish to see in the house. Appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, nah, blue does not mean Colts because there are different shades of blue throughout the NFL. That is not a Indianapolis Colts. Shade it's, of blue. That's that's close. It's closer. It's it would be closer, closer to Carolina, to Miami. Miami, Carolina. It's closer to Carolina to me. I think it's closer to Miami. It's I mean, um, yeah. Miami is like that turquoise color. That's what the color of the shirt is. It might not be appearing that way on camera, but it is actually turquoise. So what's going on, B? I I listen. I'll take any of them over any of those other ones. You know, what's going on, Daniel? Yes, yeah. maroon is an ugly color. People from Baltimore don't like the color maroon. I don't like it either because it's Florida. I'm from Florida and it's a Florida state color. And that's just an absolute no because I'm a Gators fan. So I don't have a lot of maroon and I really couldn't find that one solitary maroon shirt I own. <laughs> All right. Listen, Sharon. I, okay. I'll, put, I'll give it to you like this, Sharon. If you are correct in your assessment of Lamar going to San Francisco, Ooh. I will give you free merchandise. Any merchandise that you choose of your choosing, I will give it to you. If you are correct in this assessment, because I don't think it's going to happen. You spent three, three first round draft picks on Trey Lance. Three. And you're actually going to I think that the way the way that the Ravens are going to play this out, they're probably going to try to get more than two first round picks because I don't I don't foresee anything happening before the draft. Mm -hmm. So after the draft happens, they'll work out a way to sign Lamar, then trade him. And I think that they're going to get more than that. And I don't think San Francisco, even though your team is very aggressive. I give them that. They'll sign. They'll do. They'll do whatever they need to do to win games. But I think it's just a little. It's just too steep a price. And then you. What are you going to do with Trey Lance? Are you going to trade him to Baltimore? I mean, wow. That's yes. the yikes. That's, that's the yikes for me. Oh, what's going? Oh, never mind. Hmm. Hi, Kimberly. Hmm. I guess she's the only one in here, Kimberly, huh? Hmm. Sad, sad, sad state of affairs. Sad state of affairs. Glad you're here, Kimberly. Wow. Like, I'm I'm irrelevant on my own channel. Next comment. My baby girl, Jazzy, is in the house. How you doing, Jasmine? 
Hi, Jasmine. And if y'all don't know, she blessed the channel this she last did. Saturday on Hangout with Hendo. Very proud dad moment, you know, just to have my daughter on screen with me. And, you know, she's got more personality than I do. No, she was really good. She, she offered was. great insight. She was. And it was kind of crazy. She comes back if she, you know, if she so chooses. Yes, but it was kind of crazy because every time I looked up at her, I was it, it kind of was like me looking at myself because I think she looks a lot like me. Oh, for sure. Definitely. The two of you guys are twins. Absolutely. Yeah, she's always been much more. Very, very, very. And not just how you look, your mannerisms too. Very much. Very similar. <clears throat> she's a daddy's girl. Laid back shock, what's going on? Just... I'm here trying to get on, you know, with this uh, Lamar stuff. Yes, this is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. First is in the house. Appreciate you first dropping by. All right. Now we just got everyone in the house tonight. 31 people. Make sure you take 2.5 and hit the like button for this therapy session that's about to go down. We're about to serve it up and dish it out. Indeed. And if you are new, please subscribe to the channel. Help us grow. We are streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. So hit that like button. Make, you, make sure that you subscribe if you are new to the channel. We got a lot of good things going on. We have a lot of good things coming up in the future. You know what I'm saying? If we won't disappoint you. Because it's not just always me. I have different iterations of the gang coming through. And it's always a good time. At least I think so. Y'all think so? Is it a good time? Always a good time. And I like the variety. Because no matter what your flavor is, you're bound to get it through one of the wonderful YouTubers. I'm telling you some of the best in the business to ever do it. So make sure you subscribe. Yes, indeed. Like this guy, Raven C Gaming. And the smirk y'all do. Yeah, we got we, we, we do the same smirk. It's my girl. I, I spit out. What's going on? Living, living, living big with Big Rage. Make sure y'all check him out. He does some uh, Ravens content. He also does a lot of good motivational videos. I appreciate mm -hmm. that, brother. Um, I just want to apologize to Rage. We had a little confrontation yesterday, I believe it was. Um, I, I took a nap. I'm not going to lie. I woke up. I chose violence. I chose violence. I hate the UConn women's basketball team. And I saw he posted something, so I had to ask him how it was luck that the Lady Huskies lost and didn't make it to the Elite Eight. But he said it was luck. I'm like, how's it luck to get blown out? Like, they put their <laughs> foot on your throats and, 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 and called you up. But I apologize, Reg. I shouldn't have came at you like that, bro. I, I apologize for my hatred for Gino Ariyama. I'm sorry. We got MDC Sports in house. <laughs> Appreciate you for dropping by. All right, look, let's get into this content because I'm not. You know, I'm going to try to be here too long. Let's do it. You ready? All right. So once again, if you do not know, early this morning, approximately, what was it? 1050? 1055-ish? Um, John, John Harbaugh was set to have a press conference where, uh, from the owners meeting, you know, I guess given the state of affairs that he could about the Baltimore Ravens and things going forward. But at the same time, Lamar Jackson strategically – he put out a tweet, put out a little tweet strategically because, you know, they asked John Harbaugh some questions and he got, he kind of got caught off guard. And he yeah, was looking yeah. pretty, he was looking pretty stupid. And I was loving every minute of it. Like I was cracking open wine bottles, pouring it into my wine flute, just sipping like, yes, you look like an idiot. And I appreciated every minute of it. But he, Lamar Jackson said, a letter to my fans. I want to first thank you all for all the love and support you consistently show towards me. 
All of you are amazing and I appreciate y'all so much. I want you all to know not to believe everything you read about me. Let me personally answer your questions in regards to my future plans. As of March 2nd, I requested a trade from the Ravens organization for which the Ravens have not been interested in meeting my value. Any and everyone that, that has met me or been around me know I love the game of football and my dream is to help a team win a Super Bowl. You are all great. You all are great, but I have had to make a business decision that was best for my family and I. No matter how far I go or where my career takes me, I'll continue to be close to my fans of Baltimore Flock Nation and the entire state of Maryland. You'll see me again. How, how do you feel about that? That last line got me. That one, all the rest of it, absolutely. It was a, it was a, a letter saying goodbye, and it was his way of showing his gratitude for the fans who stuck by him because there are a lot who have not and who are not sticking by him, but for the ones who have been loyal to him and the ones who have recognized how wonderful of an athlete he is and such a great contribution to this team and to the city, he was thanking them. And he was basically, to me, he was saying goodbye. Um, but what really got me was the last line, like, you'll, you'll see me again. She sure, are you sure it was a goodbye? Like, are you sure it couldn't have been just a, listen, I just want to put it out here that everything that you're hearing in these streets aren't true? You don't think it could have been that? No. It, conversely, if it was not a goodbye letter, it is a last-ditch effort to scream to the Ravens, get your act together. I want to be here. I want to stay here. But you're going to have to compensate me. And like that would be my only other alternative. No, I did not think of it the way you posited, but it could be. It could be. What are your thoughts? And everyone in the chat, let us know what you're thinking too. When you heard that, when you read it, or as Hendo just read it out to you, what are your immediate thoughts? Go with your, you know, your first instinct is usually right. What do you think, Hendo? I thought it was just, I thought it was just, uh, listen, y'all, I'm tired of everybody bringing my name up in the media every single day, just all like constantly, all day, every day. You cannot go an hour without somebody mentioning his name bringing up a video, pulling up a tweet. And I think that he's just saying, listen, this is the real. Y'all keep hearing these anonymous reports. Excuse me. You keep hearing these anonymous reports and this information that was supposedly leaked here and leaked there about what's going on. Um, Coach Evans just had a stream and it was a guy in the stream. He just kept saying, you know, well, Lamar did this, Lamar did that. And I'm like, bro, how do you know what Lamar wants? Because you heard this, this network reported or you heard this, uh guy breaks some some news that nobody else has heard like stop repeating stuff that, mm -hmm. that and, and kind of regurgitating nonsense until you know what lamar has asked for until we really know what he really turned down because everybody's like oh he turned down 175 million guaranteed but 175 million guaranteed it wasn't 200 million guaranteed but once again everybody wants to speculate to make him look like the bad guy so i think for me you know Ray, Ray, Flock Nation to me, <laughs> Flock Nation to me is like Baltimore in itself. The moment that they figured Lamar could be gone, they turned on him. Yeah, like they turned on Lamar so quick. Like the 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 different the differing opinions that I hear about him. Oh, he's greedy. Oh, he's stupid. He don't know business. How you know what that man know? 
Because my thing is this, I, per I personally am a highly intelligent individual and I have some business acumen, but I don't have $32 million in my pocket. And he's accumulated that. Now, I know some things have been brought up about Lamar not having a shoe deal. But what people don't know is Lamar's turned down Nike, Adidas, Puma. He's turned them down because he's a different kind of animal. And I think that's what scares the NFL. And I think that's what scares everybody else is that he's not motivated by money. So everybody can say, oh, you make more money with an agent. It's not about money to him. Um, what is it? Brandon, Brandon Marshall on I Am Athlete. Hmm. He said something that I've been saying. For a while, he said, listen, this dude is from Pompano, Florida, where, and especially in the hood, loyalty is key. Everything. That's it's, huge. And it ain't always about the money. It's not always about the biggest contract. It's not always about Lamar resetting the market, because I don't think he cares about resetting the market. I think he just wants fair value, just like at my job. I want fair value. At your job, you want fair value. But now he's greedy for that. You right. know what I'm saying? I want, I, I, and not the people here, because most people here, you know, they're with it. They know what's going on. But I, I challenge most of the people out there to say that to go to your job and you have the most, one of the most important jobs at your company. You shoulder the entire responsibility. Now, there are tools, tips, and tricks that can make your job easier. But your, your boss will say to you, you know what? I'm not going to give them to you. I want you to do this on your own. So now you're doing the work of two people. You're leading your company in two divisions, right? But now when it comes time for you to get paid, it's like, hey, I want to get paid commensurate to the job that I'm doing and the lack of help and training that you did not give me. But then I come to you and say, hey, you know, that may be true, but a couple of times you called out because you got sick. Um. You know, you didn't complete some assignments we needed you to do because you just weren't at work. Well, maybe if I weren't doing everybody's job and I had a little help, I could come to work all the time and I could give you 100% all of the time. I'm not going to take less because you think I deserve less. I'm damn sure not going to take less because all of these fans say I deserve less. Because me as a person, I don't care what you think about me personally, you can't tell me my worth. You can't tell me that somebody's overpaying for me and my services. Because apparently you can't do it. Or they would have you out there. Right. And this, in the scenario you, you just suggested, like if somebody is at work and they are performing the job duties of two individuals, you're going to need to pay me double salary. You're, you're going to need to pay me <laughs> commensurate to the work that I'm performing. So and the fact that Lamar has never really had a great O-line the fact that Lamar has never had a true number one wide receiver. The fact that Lamar has never had a competent coaching staff. <laughs> the fact you, you see where I'm going with this. So the fact that Lamar has just never had, and then it's dot, dot, dot. The fact that he's just never had says a lot. And yes, while there are yes. other quarterbacks who have, come in and they've done great things for their team. You know, like I think I mentioned one day before on another stream I was on that. Yeah. Who's that guy who you shouldn't like, but you like anyway, Joe Burrow. So he immediately comes to mind. Yes. Joe Burrow has done wonders for his team and for the Bengals. Absolutely. But look who he's had. 
look who he's surrounded by. Now, granted, the O-line needed some work, you know, before last season. I think they did revamp a little bit. But still, I'll just take one of his wide receivers. Just just one. Pick one. And I'll take him. And I'll be happy with him. Give it to Lamar. And I think Lamar would do great. But just the fact that he hasn't had a lot, but is expected to continue to produce at a high level. And then when it's time to say, okay, let's compensate me. You want to bring up the fact that, oh, you know, you got injured. Well, yeah, let's talk about why I got injured. Thanks. And I, and I want to talk to that because I've been seeing people all day, well, pretty much all off season, talk about, oh, look at these other quarterbacks who have given team-friendly deals. Look at what Tom Brady did. What a lot of people don't know about Tom Brady, Tom Brady was getting paid under the table. That's why his deals were so low. But even if we want to, even if we want to go and talk about strictly the less money that Tom Brady had versus the weapons he had around him. Tom Brady had two things that we didn't have throughout most of his Super Bowl runs. He had an all-time great defense, and he had the greatest defensive mind ever to grace the football field. Yeah. He also had Wes Welker, Randy Moss. So let's not let's not pretend he didn't have some people. Gronkowski, uh, Aaron Hernandez. Right. He's had pieces, so let's not act like he lived in a he lived in a poor section and came out and made Shinola from you know what. Let's not you know don't let's not act like he didn't have all of these things with him that he just came in and said you know what just give me less money and uh, we'll see what we can do with it. Right. There were perks and benefits around it. Sure. You know. Sure. And it just even like with even with the Tampa situation. He got paid money, but he had a $350 million TV deal right. waiting for him. So why am I even, I don't need to worry about this contract because I have money waiting for me. Right. And I think to your point earlier, Hendo, where you mentioned that, like, you know, as someone from Florida, loyalty is is huge. It's it's huge. And I think you mentioned someone saying, you know, from Pompano, where, where he's from, that's a that's a huge deal. And perhaps or maybe and all of this is conjecture because, I mean, to my knowledge, I don't know if anybody has spoken to Lamar personally, but I have not. So um, he might have wanted like, OK, if you guys are not willing to give me X amount of millions this year, I'm willing to take a, quote, pay cut if you all will implement or provide me with a true wide receiver, or if you will allow me to have a voice in the hiring process for the offensive coordinator. And I know we had lip service at the start of the off season or right after, you know, the presser, like, Oh yeah, Lamar's going to be involved in, in the hiring of the next you know coordinator after what's his face. G row was like, oh, I'm trying to forget him. And I, his name just popped up in my mind, unfortunately, but um I mean, sure, that's fine. But, you know, um, the problem is we, we don't know what Lamar was asking for. We don't know what it is that, you know, would have driven him to actually sign his name on the dotted line. So it's not like you said, it, it could be money, but then again, it could be something else. And if the Ravens are just saying, listen, you just need to focus on being the quarterback and we'll take care of the business and you know, like, well, we'll let you know what we've decided. Why can't it be a problem be both? Because the Ravens obviously don't operate that way. So, I mean, but, but, you know, I will say this from a business perspective, from a business perspective, I can see where it would get a little um, 
tricky to navigate when you start allowing quarterbacks to come in and instantly, you know, Lamar's been in the lead for five years. When you start to allow them to have a voice, then that becomes widespread. If we think about like Tom Brady, he had a voice. He sure did. How long has he been in the league? 20 years. There you go. So I think there's a difference. So I'm not wholly opposed to the approach of not allowing him to have a say in the hiring process. I'm not wholly opposed to it. I think it would be a good idea, but then I do think that there are some downsides to it as well, because you don't want to create a new precedent that like, oh, well, I'm a quarterback. That means I automatically have a say. No, it doesn't. You know, like Tyler Huntley, Huntley are we giving him a say? So I, I do think that there needs to be some type of boundaries in place for that, but who knows? Even if that was off the table, even if that was his ask and he said, hey, I'd like to have a say. And the answer was, no, we're not going to do that. However, we're willing to meet you halfway. And this is what we will do. I think that would have been more than fair. Oh, of course. But it's not. It's, and somebody asked me, uh, asked me on Facebook today a question about all of this and, and about, you know, Lamar should just accept a certain deal. You know, certain things are more than fair. And I let them know it's not about money. I keep telling y'all, it's not yeah. about money. It's about it's it's about control. It's about yeah. control. I'm not gonna let this young man come and tell me what he wants. I'm a billionaire. I would listen to anybody. I'm not gonna let him come and change the narrative of what's going on in the NFL because a lot of these agents work with the NFL owners and general mm -hmm. managers, and right. some and some of them actually spy on the players, oh. you know, and they conspire against the players. So. You know, I understand. And it's not about, oh, he doesn't have an agent. He's stupid. He'd have missed out on money. What do you think? You what do you do you honestly think that Lamar and his mother sitting there looking over contracts by themselves? Absolutely not. They have a team. And that a, team is a very small, tight knit, closed lipped team. Whoever team, the team is. A team of what? A, a team of what, Yolanda? Lawyers? What are most sports agents? Lawyers. Hmm. 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 As I was saying, <laughs> he has a team. I, I, th of that, I'm certain. He is not sitting here reviewing hundreds, if not thousands, of pages of NFL, um, you know, protocol by himself. His he and his mom are not absolutely combing through the bylaws and and all of that. By the, they're not. There there absolutely is some attorney. Uh, you know. I can, I, I'm, of that, I'm certain. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Shug says, Yolanda, you're not giving your Pro Bowl quarterback a say. Wow. Look, he got there by a wing and a prayer. But, I mean, but you still can't take that from him, right? He's a Pro Bowler. He is with two wins under his belt. <laughs> I move on. <laughs> what you saying? I move on. I just, well, yeah, I, right. I just yeah. sit that right there and I'm going to move on. I'll let yeah. you infer from it what you will. I mean, he listen, and that's that's another thing that people aren't talking about. He could be gone as well. Absolutely. The Ravens, the Ravens, yeah. the Ravens don't want him. Now uh -huh. that they brought, not now that they brought Todd Munkin in, they yeah. don't want Huntley. And right, but who do they want? Like, let us be, let us know in the chat. And, and this is serious. I, I'm asking a really serious question. Who do you think? the Ravens want as number one and number and number two primary quarterback, your QB one. And who do they want as a backup? Just tell me, I, I really want to know, like I'm interested. 
Cam the Baptist said, uh, Prochet could be QB1 right now. He and sure could with his interception on his debut. I love it. <laughs> I, I mean, he was so confident in his throw. He, you know, like, you know, he was ready. And just, he just always looks so clueless, so lost. Poor thing. But I'm going to, I'm not going to talk about Channel 3 Day. That's not why we're here. What's so. up, Coach? We talk oh, see, Coach, see, I'm, I was just. Wow. I was just leaving Prochet alone because I know what? that that's coming. Right? Well, leave Prochet out of this or don't that's... talk about Prochet. You're right. I absolutely am. I'm going to leave him all the way She was just bashing Prochet and saw your name. Was, and was like, no, I didn't. <laughs> no. I, my question, just in case you didn't hear it, Coach, my question was, who do you think the Ravens want as QB1 and who do you think they want as QB2? Out of everybody, whether that's a draft pick, whether that's someone who's already in the league, whoever, whether that's Prochet when his debut as a quarterback and he threw that interception. So that's how we got on the Prochet talk, but I'm done. Jason says, Hundley. Do you mean Hundley from Green Bay Hundley or Tyler Hundley? What about the other Hundley? No, he's not. That's what I'm asking. Is he talking about Huntley or Hundley? Brett Hundley or Tyler Huntley? Because if you talk, well, he could be talking about Brett. Because yeah. Tyler Huntley has, he said he's won games with them. He looks legit. Let's see. Tyler Huntley has won two games in what? 11 starts? 10 starts? Because he, he lost all six last year. And then he won, he lost like three this year. So yeah, he, he has two wins and what? Nine, 10 losses? He doesn't look legit. The dude can't throw past 10 yards. That's why he's one read run. He does not look legit. Because if he looked legit, any team would scoop him up for $2.6 million. Mm -hmm. Even just as a backup, $2.6 million isn't anything. I think it's a 19-year vet sitting somewhere that they signed for $5 million. So, yeah, he Tyler Huntley does not look legit. These are the things that we, we use. Oh, he meant yeah, he meant Huntley. These are, the things, these are the type of things that we use that we try to psych ourselves out with to make us believe certain things. Because remember when, when Huntley was better than Lamar? Remember when uh, what's the little kid in Arizona now? Um, Penn State. Yeah, uh, they called his name earlier. Yeah, I that dude. Yeah. Whatever, his, whatever his name is. Remember when he was supposed to be better than Lamar? Remember that? Because this is one game and he looked god awful, but yet and still, I everybody's like better than Lamar. I, I mean, like he's cool. I like him. He's cool. I don't like Penn State, but I can't. I can't say that I like him too much because I can't even remember his name. Um, <laughs> it'll come to me at some Trace point. Trace McSorley. Trace McSorley. There we go. Trace. That's right, MDT. Trace McSorley. Thank you so yes. much, Ferris. He is that's, so irrelevant. Yeah. You can't even remember his name. Yeah, that's a, just that's how meaningful it was. So I see a lot of people in the chat. And Jeremy, I'm with you. Anthony Richardson, that could be a possibility, right? Anthony Richardson. For who? Well, my question was, who do you think the Ravens want as QB1 and 2? And so Jeremy Miller said that Anthony Richardson could be a possibility. So that was that was what the, the question was. You know, the answers were in response to that question. So you Appreciate know I'm all in, Jeremy, because he is... He is uh, a gator. So. Listen, there is no way, there is no way on this earth that Germ that uh, Richardson is going to be a Raven, because I'm Richardson is no, no. I'm just saying to him because Richardson is going in the first two picks, mm -hmm. and there is no way with our five draft picks, and it has been confirmed we have no compensatory picks this season. There's no way with our five draft mm -hmm. picks we're giving up anything to move up in the draft. Plus, we're too far back to go from 22 down to one or two. One or two, no. It would never happen. I don't, I don't care if they traded Lamar tomorrow and got right. first-round draft picks. They would never give up those assets to move up that far, especially to get Richardson. Everybody knows if you went to the University of Florida, you're going to fan out in two years. 
I'm going to just pretend I didn't even hear that. I'm just going to pretend I didn't hear that. Old school mobile quarterback. Listen, I saw his pro day the other day. He's a, he's a fit kid. I can't say his accuracy was all that. I mean, you know. But, but I he, mean, what what quarterback has come into the league and accuracy was spot on first year? Who? You, you want to know a quarterback who, what, who was spot on? Who yeah, spot on came into the league. I mean, we can talk about the Bills quarterback. Andrew Luck. Okay. And that's one out of how many? Is it, yeah, it's one out of Right, so it's not the norm. So usually there's a learning curve, even for quote-unquote great quarterbacks or those who are slated to be awesome, great. You named one. One. So my point is that's just not typical. So, so it, that's okay. I mean, it took what Josh Allen, how many years before he started to like come into his own and live up to what the expectation was for him. It took, it took him like, it took him like two, two years, three, two, three years. Two but, three you, years. but you have to also look at the advent of them hire, hiring Brian Dayball, Brian Dayball. And he made Daniel Jones look good. Sorry, Ferris. Daniel Jones is garbage, hot garbage, but he got him $40 million a year contract. Also, what did they do? They brought in Stephon Diggs. So it's no coincidence. And and I'm not taking anything away from Josh Allen because he put in the work to get better. But you you take work with opportunity and you merge the two together. And then you you get the Pro Bowl League MVP candidate in Josh Allen. You don't take a league MVP and start subtracting assets on the offense and say, hey, we got you a brand new safety. Do more, and then we drafted another safety, and we traded your best friend, and we knew you knew we knew we were going to trade your best friend a year ago. Not only did we not replace him, we didn't get somebody that we needed before we traded him. So, these are those things why a lot of us say the Ravens organization has failed Lamar Jackson, and everybody says, "Oh, well, they spent all of these draft picks on wide receivers. They spent two first round picks, draft picks on wide receivers. The rest of them were third, fourth, sixth round picks." Yes, you took the swings, but we have what? 10 to 12 draft picks every year? How could you not draft a wide receiver two every year? Drafted zero last year. Zero. So so how could you not take those opportunities? It's what you do with them. The Bills realize we're not giving Josh Allen enough. So guess what we did? We traded picks for Stephon Diggs. Kyle Murray, we're not giving you enough. So we're going to go trade for DeAndre Hopkins. Jalen Hurts, we gave you... Devontae Smith, but he ain't enough. So we're going to go over there and trade for A.J. Brown. But what did we do, man? We kept Crochet. Man, I saw EDC cross his legs and his arms and and say, listen, guys, I was watching I'm Athlete last night, and I saw Deshaun Jackson. I think he's ready to go. I think he's good to go. And they signed him off the street and realized he couldn't play more than three snaps in a row. But this that's is okay. Team. That's fine. We still have, like I said, we have Wallace and Crochet and, and Duvernay. Oh, pro Duvernay. Right. But but though, but listen, in our all last season on the channel, we argued on the channel a lot. Just get a guy's opportunity. Just get a guy's opportunity. All they need is a chance. Watch what they do. I'm like, really? They had a chance in OTAs, they had a chance in training camp, and they've mm-hmm. done nothing. So now you think putting them in live action. Is going to make them better. Where was live action Prochet at at the end of that playoff game when the ball hit him right in his hands, which was supposed to have been his strong suit, by the way? Right. He was, you know, all hands Prochet. He was like, he was not. And that's my guy. 
I like Prochet. That's my guy. But you said give him a chance. And what did I say? Let's stop wasting Lamar's years with projects and what ifs. Let's go get him something bona fide. And they can develop under the show enough. You can get all the what ifs and how who could and how comes all you want to. But you bring in somebody that's certified and can teach them. You can't have a second year wide receiver teaching a first year wide receiver. Like that's well, not how it works. Well, they remedied that this year. They got Nelson. Aguilar, whatever his name is, they got him. I move on. Yes, they got Nelson Aguilar. So let's talk, let's, let's, let's talk about Nelson Aguilar. How do you how do you feel about how do you feel about him? I don't know anything about him other than what I've heard and that he just like he's inconsistent. His drops are up there. That's the only thing I know about him. I can't talk to you anymore about Nelson Aguilar. I'm still trying to work on pronouncing the guy's last name so I get it right. But um, okay, he he's inconsistent. He doesn't catch the ball in big moments. That's a problem. Why do you keep signing people who have issues with catching the ball? Because uh, he he had almost 800 yards and eight touchdowns two years ago, almost two years ago. And if that's the if that's the barometer to which we use to measure the success of a wide receiver, I think we're in a sad state of affairs. Yes, Seattle, what's going on? Yes, uh, I just read an article this morning. It, it says. The Baltimore Ravens have gone from big trust to no trust. No trust. It went from big trust to a little bit of trust. I'm still trying to cling to some trust. I forget <laughs> it. No trust. At What's all. going on? LL. LL says Nelson Aguilar, aka Vizine. Because <laughs> the brother can't see. <laughs> so again, living legend. How you doing? I hope you're good. I don't know anything about Nelson Aguilar other than what I've heard from a couple of YouTubers that say, like, he has issues with catching the ball. So that's about the only thing I know about him. So I guess that's the new mentor. I, I guess, but, you know, they may, that, they true. But they also may bring back um, Demarcus Robinson. Because, listen, Ravens fans will tell you he burnt Eli Apple. So now he is a fan favorite. You see that movie put on Eli Apple? I did. It was, and I said when it happened, amazing. That was an amazing route that he ran. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Take nothing from him. But what about the other seventeen games? So you know, because all because all we're gonna hear this off season and in the negotiation of Lamar's contract is, we almost beat the Bengals without Lamar. Right. The Bengals. The um, Packers. Um, you know, like I mean, the list goes on. We almost. So, like, if the Ravens are comfortable living in the land of almost, they are. You know, change nothing. You know, Ravens. I'm sorry. You know, Ravens flock is full of living in mediocrity and what ifs and how comes. You know, man, we almost went to the Super Bowl. We were three games away. Three games. Listen to me. If we just won those three games, Super Bowl champs. That's right. You know, we went fourteen and two. If we had beat the Tennessee Titans, we might have won a Super Bowl, but yeah, we didn't. But we didn't. We didn't. So what are you doing about that? Dear Ravens, you didn't win. You didn't make it. You're three games shy. What are you doing about it? How do you address it? I told you in one of the, I, I mentioned in one of the previous streams, I want to have a seat at that negotiation table. I really do. I just ask some questions. Thanks, thanks, thanks. All right, listen, we got 71 people in here. I appreciate you all rocking with us. Now, 
time to do a little house cleaning up in here and a word from our sponsors. Like Jose would say, a word from my sponsors. Me, myself, and I. <laughs> so if you like what's going down, listen, you want to help support the channel, make sure you slide over to the Patreon. Sign up to be a patron. We have four tiers at the moment. Later on coming, we have a fifth tier, which is going to be a creator's tier. If you are a new YouTuber or you need help building your channel, we are going to help you with that. Also, with regular channel, by signing up, you can get into our Discord, have conversations with us. We have conversations 24-7. Listen, myself, the LBAC crew, Coach Evans, is somebody always in there, and Brandon Bazell will tell you. It's live. We have a fantasy football league going on right now and the draft is coming up in a month or so we have two spots left for our dynasty league now you want to be part of that and be hot i know you've, you've seen the bling you know that's the that's the championship ring that's the pick'em championship ring that everybody wants i hate to say it, i'm the champion you know somebody's gonna hate in the comments pretty soon but also for the dynasty league what we have is we have a belt and you get to choose what you put on the front of the belt and your logo goes on the sides of the belt so if you want to be a part of that make sure you sign up for the patreon patreon.com forward slash r-o-u-g also that if you look down in the comment section you will see merchandise got a couple of new things going on you know anything less than the best is a felony and yes if that picture looks familiar it is what you think it is but i'm not going to say what it is also we have the purple patrol not today shirt you know I just made this design, and luckily, Purple Patrol came out full force today. So, yes, say no to the Purple Patrol. Pick up a shirt or two. And we also have the Rogue Pod shirt, if you like that. Something for the ladies. You know, it's starting to get warm outside. If you need some T-shirts, make sure you drop on over to the merch store. Pick yourself up some. We got some mugs, bags. We got every little thing. Help support this channel so we can grow. You know, we're trying to do some things right here. And I just want to let y'all know I appreciate you all. Yeah, that's right, LL. That's right, LL. Legend, legend, is he really the football, <laughs> the fantasy football champ? Yes, yes, yes. Listen, not only that, I got you know, LBHT champ too. Like, LBHT has something going on as well, and I got that championship. Like, but enough of that. I hate you, Brady. <laughs> I hate you, Brady. <laughs> I can't stand you. Back to Lamar, because Brady's getting me off the rails. Canada Baptist says, I love the Purple Patrol shirt. Like you said, they were in full force today. Listen, the argument between the fans is starting to get a little bit outrageous. Like, yeah. The disrespect, I'm not feeling it. Like, I understand you get passionate because sometimes people say certain things and it gets me riled up. Like, I feel, you know, I feel a little aggression, but I'm not going to sit there and call you out your name. I'm not going to tell you stupid. I'm not going to tell you wrong. We all have different perspectives. We all come from different places and have different angles and process information a little bit differently. So don't tell somebody's wrong because you don't know the whole story. I don't know the whole story. Listen, I know I say a lot of things. But I cannot tell you for 100% certainty that all my thoughts, processes, and views are correct. Because they're not. Like, I know this. And I'm not going to argue with somebody for disagreeing with me. Because I know I'm not right all the time. You know, there is that 100th of the 10th percent that I'm wrong. It's happened. In my 23 years of living, I've been wrong like once. What's going on here? <laughs> what is going on? What's, Did what's, I miss something? What's with the faces? 
I was just trying to process some misinformation or maybe I'm just, I don't know. Hey, chocolate. All right, maybe it was 200th of a percent. And that in your age? 20, what, what was the number you threw out there? I said my 23 years of life. That's right, Brandon. Brian, be tripping, tripping. Yes, 23. I just had, I just had a birthday a couple of months ago. Hmm. No? Okay. Not believable? You don't believe me? Okay. In the chat, do you guys believe him? 23? Yes, no. <sighs> Let us know. Is is uh, Hendo 23? Like, he's not even the reverse of that. 32. But Listen. I mean, if, if, if you know, but if, if 23 is believable to some, then it's okay. First, let's say, first, let's say 23 plus 20. <laughs> but, but first, says, dang, being wrong can't be me, though. Listen, first, your nickname is Bum Scoop. So that means you're wrong. Bum scoop. Like he's like they used to call scoop news back in the old days. So he's scoop? giving you bum, bum scoop. Like scoop, a scoop of ice cream. We call him bum scoop because he's he's always giving bad information. Okay. I just learned something today. A, a bum scoop. Dang, Spawn. I was 23, 25 years ago. So I guess the consensus is that um, Hendo is not twenty in his twenties or thirties. Fine, thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. JP said Coles pulled up to the Ravens <laughs> facility this past week with the Mayflower logo on the team playing. I listen, I can't take it. I can't. I can't take it again. I. I so I've heard through family members that the Mayflower pulled up in the middle of the night and pulled off with some team called the Colts. Is that what it was? I'm not sure if I was, I'm not sure if I was alive in 83. Huh. Man. So yeah, it would hurt if they stole my quarterback, like they stole the team back then. Like that would hurt a little bit. And plus I can't, I can't, I can't envision seeing Lamar Jackson in just that plain white and blue. Now, I rocks with the I rocks with the helmet a little bit because Johnny Unitas and all. He's one of my favorite quarterbacks of all the time. But just Saint Lamar, that plain outfit, and just going to the place where you stole my team. And I'm not mad that you stole my team. I'm mad that you stole my team's history because they NFL allowed the Colts to take the history along with them. But when we got the Browns, they allowed the Browns' history to stay in Cleveland. So you know when we say a lot of us say the NFL is out to get Baltimore, they really are. They really are. They have. They they have it against us. Brandon says, uh, Yolanda heard that vegan slant. <laughs> you always choose violence, Brandon. Jeez. Brandon, Lagarde. we are supposed to be better than that. Why are you starting? Lagarde. See, and I just want to clarify the record really quickly. I have been hearing that I'm like really spicy. I'm not, I'm generally mild, but see when you keep doing like this, like what Brandon is doing, when you keep doing this, you keep poking the bear. What, you know, if you're looking for trouble, it's not hard to find. So then when I have to like defend myself, it's like, oh man, she's super spicy. No, she's not. She okay. just has a limit. But, so. but y'all poke me all the time and I never get spicy. So I'm going to just not comment. What does that, that say? Listen, I stream in the comments, people coming at me, they saying stuff. I just let it roll off my back. 
Like it, like like water rolls off a duck's back. So, no, you don't. I do too. You do okay. You do not. You respond. I declare you do every time. Okay, we have a twenty dollar donation from Coy H. Appreciate you, Coy. It says, "Don't leave Lamar." Do leave Lamar? I think it means don't leave Lamar. No, I hope it means don't. I think it was a typo. So okay. yeah. Let us know, Corey. Do you want Lamar to leave? Was that don't leave Lamar, or you're telling him leave because this organization is not going to do right by you? Let us know. What you said. Yes. So, also, if you want to be awesome like Corey, there is a linked, a pinned comment in the comment section. If you want to help to further this channel and donate, I do it through Streamlabs. There are no super chats on this channel because YouTube takes 30% of that money. Now, I feel like if you're trying to give me something, I would like to receive what you're trying to get. I don't think that there should be a middleman sticking his fingers in between the transactions and give me 30% of that just because. So if you want to donate to the channel, make sure you check out that pin link and your comment will be highlighted above this shoulder with Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson doing his little dance. So I appreciate y'all. Are y'all arguing in the comment section? Yeah, typical. Jake P says, Chris Ballard already said that they're doing their due diligence to explore Lamar as a possibility. I'm sure that there are. And, you know, just because um, the four-letter networks and everybody says, listen, we're not into Lamar. And as soon as the tag came out, four, three or four teams, like, I'm out. It's not me. Believe you me, behind the scenes, they're talking to Lamar like, listen, you can't let them know. Yeah. But uh, this is what we can do for you. So that brings me to – that brings me to – the whole situation, just just an overview of the whole situation. My thing is, everybody keeps saying, the pundits, reporters, insiders, they keep saying, listen, it, it doesn't mean a thing because no matter what a team offers Lamar, the Baltimore Ravens are going to match it, right? To me, if that is the case, that you're going to match any offer given to Lamar, why not just offer him the best deal that you can to get it out the way? Now we don't have hurt feelings. We don't have burnt bridges. Yeah. You know, we have a working relationship that we can keep going because, like I said earlier, when they dropped that bomb on Harbaugh during his press conference, he was – he listen, I thought for a minute Harbaugh reached back to the ancestors because he was shucking and jiving, and he was tap dancing, and he was doing so much stuff. He was just like, no, nah, I love Lamar. Uh, hmm, yes, but, you know, I just can't wait. That's my best friend. That ain't your best friend, bro. Like, stop that bull. That's not your best friend. Like, y'all do not hang out. He's not coming over your house for dinner this Sunday. Half the time, half the time, y'all speak and say you haven't talked to Lamar. Then the other half, oh, we text and we go through this and we go through that. My thing is, which one is it? Do you speak to him all the time or have you not heard from him? You know, stop putting out these false narratives. And if for those of you all that are new, what line did I steal, Brandon? For those of you all that are new, John Harbaugh is a pathological liar. He lies about injuries. He lies about situations. I'm pretty sure he lied on his resume to get a job because he's not a really good coach. I know y'all think he's a top five. Some of y'all think he's a top five head coach. When? You show me a situation. I asked, I can't remember. It was on a stream. I asked somebody to tell me, as a head coach, has John Harbaugh lost more games with his coaching or has he won more games with his coaching? And to mm -hmm. me, that is the measure of a great coach because I don't remember too many situations where he, his coaching and the decision that he made yeah. was the determining factor in us winning. But I remember a lot of times where his clock management, his his indecisiveness, his uh, ability, his or his inability 
to know the game plan of his offensive and defensive coordinators. That's what really kills me. You as the head coach are supposed to go over the game plans with your coaches and know what they're doing, know what they're running. Don't come in at the end of the game and saying, our best running back got how many carries? I didn't know that. How did you not know that? You're not doing anything else on the side of the field. You're not making coaching decisions. Like, you're not being strategic. So what else are you doing on the sideline other than trying to look good? Hmm. And I, I apologize if I'm offending some of y'all here, Coach. But as y'all know, I think he should have been fired during that Super Bowl run. There was a mutiny. Everybody loves to say, oh, he's a Super Bowl winning head coach. Y'all forget there was a mutiny that season. And before that mutiny, we were losing. We were on a, we lost to RG. I'm sorry, we lost to Kirk Cousins and the Washington Redskins because they knocked RG3 out the game. Kirk yeah. Cousins came off the bench and brought them back to a victory. I think we were on a three, four-game losing streak. I can't remember which one. We weren't doing well until that mutiny, and we changed things around. So let's not act like this guy is just this Hall of Fame strategic players coach. He's not a players coach. The players don't even like him. After Ed Reed and left, they can't stand him. So let me know what he's done for this team to make y'all believe he's just it. He's everything. Sorry about that rant. I definitely think there's room for improvement. I don't think that, um, like, I wouldn't put Harbaugh in the category of a Bill Belichick. Um, what's the guy from um, San Fran? Um, Kyle Shanahan? Kyle Shanahan or the guy from the Chiefs, Andy Reid. Andy like, I'm not going to, right. I'm not going to even put um, Harbs in that category because he, he, he doesn't even come close. But right. yeah. he's a special he's, teams coach and our special teams suck. <laughs> For the last season and a half, our special teams has sucked. And this is supposed to be your your forte, your John Forte. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, yes, he's a facilitator. I, at one point, and I used to give John Harbaugh credit, I used to say he was a leader of men. At least he was a motivator. That's not even true. And looking into it, that's not even true. You know, he's a rah-rah guy. He says, you know what, I think he's he's good for public speaking. I think he's good for the brand. I was watching um, uh, Jobs last night, uh, Life Story Steve Jobs, and he hired the dude from Coca-Cola to be the CEO of Apple. And the only reason that he did that was because he was like, he can sell things. You know what I'm saying? He's a, he's a great salesman. And that's what John Harbaugh is. He's a great salesman. He gets up in front of those cameras and he can lie to you with a straight face and not blink once. But when it comes to coaching X's and O's, being a part of a game plan, listen, even hiring an offensive coordinator, please, listen, I would have felt so much better if you'd have just told me you know what I mean? We had a family dinner. You know, we was down by the by the fire pit, and I was just talking to talk monkey, and I was like, I like, I like the cut of your jib, as they used to say, and uh, some old stuff for you too. Like I like the cut of your jib. I'm gonna hire you as the head coach. But instead, what did he say? He said, I didn't even look at the stuff. My sister said he was good. Hey, if my sister said you good, I believe you, and hired him. How are you not gonna look into what he does? How you how are you not gonna look and see the type of schemes that he runs to make sure he's a good fit? For this team, unless you just found some another, like I, I like to say, John Harbaugh hires betas, beta males yeah. that he can control. And we're still going to run the Ravens offense. And you're going to see. And it took me a while to see. And you're, you all will see that it wasn't all Greg Roman. And I used to blame, blame Greg Roman. But then I realized we run a specific system here. And it there may be variants 
from head coach, um, from office of coordinator to office of coordinator, but we run a specific style and we look for specific type individuals. So just because Todd Market comes in here, we're still going to run a three tight end set, but we're going to try to get back to 2019 just with maybe better passing concepts, just not better receivers. Right. Right. Yeah. I was going to ask, and you can let us know also in the chat, do you think that there's going to be, and this is assuming that Lamar stays, but I mean, obviously after today, <laughs> that's slim to none, but do you think that the offense will be any different under Todd Munkin than it has been in years past? Big Ray says he has a few good metaphors, but I don't know about anything else. Yes. And this is the sign to me that I know he's not a good head coach. If you look at if when they give you inside access to the, to halftime or post games or even pregame sometime, he's always got a prop. Like when you have to go out and buy props to get your message across, it must not be a strong message to me. Because I feel like if I'm a strong speaker and I'm a, and I'm a very good motivator, I don't need to go out and purchase things to set up in front of you. I don't need to buy a sword, a sword and a shield. And like, look, we're going out here like Roman soldiers. Like, I'll just tell you, I'll just pump you up. I don't need to go buy props. You know, it, it, yeah, he's just not the man. I don't. I just don't think he's the right fit. I think that we should have hired somebody else. And I didn't even want to get into this Harbaugh stuff. Like this is turning into the Harbaugh bashing hour, and I don't want to do that because I don't want to bash him. Like he's a he's a head coach in the NFL. I give him props for that. He's found a way. And Brian and Jose say this all the time. Jose's best. I mean, um, Harbs's best attribute is self preservation, and this is why Greg Roman is fired today. Not because Lamar wanted him gone or they wanted the best for Lamar. Because if that would have happened, they did that last season. Right. Or the season before that. Yeah. Because if, if you look at Greg Roman's offenses, so to speak, quote unquote, he starts off at the top every time when he starts at a new place. And then every year, statistically, it goes down further and further. And once you see that, once you once you once you step back and take a look and saw this isn't the right direction. Mm-hmm then changes should have been made. So I see that uh, I had a video that was deleted. I may have to put that video back out, you know, re resubmit it, republish it. And it was called Winning Time. And it spoke about how a lot of these NFL franchises don't care about winning. Hmm. Like you think because they go out and spend this amount of money on certain players or they looking at somebody and they do this, that you really think that they care about winning a championship. 90% of the NFL doesn't care about winning championships. They care about remaining profitable. They care about their team selling merchandise, selling seating licenses, getting deals from the stadium, all these type of things. They don't care about winning championships because you cannot tell you, listen, nobody, nobody. And I mean, nobody, not even in the Dungeons and Dragons realm, not the Wizards, the Warlocks or whomever can come to here and make me believe after Lamar's MVP season, after what he did with so little, that they didn't come back and say, I didn't know he could pass like that. Right. I, guess, I guess we got to invest in him. There's no way you can make me believe that you wanted to win a championship, but you said, you know what? Let me draft Patrick Queen. Let me go out here and get these guys on the defensive end that really aren't going to make a difference in this team instead of loading up on offensive talent. Even though that you saw this was becoming an offensive league and teams were scoring at will no matter how good your defense was. So you can't tell me that Steve Bashotti wants to win a title because the moves that he's made, in my opinion, shows me that he's not. What do you think? Right. No, I agree. I absolutely agree with you. Um, I do think it's about the money as opposed to the culture of being, you know, being a winning organization. I think, I mean, the only way that it would change is if 
the stadium was empty <laughs> come game time, game day. Like if just people said, you know, I'm just not going, I'm not going to support the team. Then, okay, you might start to see a little bit of a change. But absent that, no, I do. I think I agree with you. I think it's a lot more concentrated on um, profit mm-hmm. and being profitable than it is let's really rally behind this team and, and build something great. Yeah, I think it's going to take a little bit more than that because when Lamar was out last year, you could see the stadium. I had people calling me left and right talking about, you want tickets? You want tickets? Yeah, I want to go to that game. People couldn't give those tickets away. So that should have given you a prelude to what was to come in the future that, like, look, without Lamar, this team ain't the same. So it's going to take a little bit more. It's going to take a season. It's going to take, if Lamar does leave, for when the schedule comes out, we don't see any primetime games. When all our games at 1 o'clock or 4.05, when we play those NFC teams, when that happens and the merchandise isn't, isn't being pushed as it once was. Right. When all of these things happen, then they're going to sit back and be like, this is an aberration. Yeah, it's not going to happen again. We're going to draft a hot rookie and they'll be back. So we're going to go through next year with that BS. And then we're going to have to go through a second year of that. When they realize that money and that revenue is starting to go down a little bit. Then after that second year, it's hardball. You got to go. Right. Yeah. EDC. Sorry. You got to fall on the sword, too. And now mm. all of these sweeping changes are going to be made, and we're going to try to go out and trade for somebody. It's going to be a little bit, little bit too late because without Lamar Jackson, what is this offense going to achieve? I have a question for you, Hendo, uh, and everyone else in the chat as well. What are your thoughts? Do you honestly think that Lamar is going to, to be here next year as a Raven, or do you think he's going elsewhere? I know we vacillate. You know, it depends on what day of the week it is and what news has come out. But in light of what we heard today, what are your thoughts? What, what are you thinking in the chat? Are you thinking that this is the beginning of the end? Do you think a deal will get done by some strange miracle? Or do you think Lamar will be playing in a different jersey next next season? I'm going to tell you right now, he's gone. Lamar is it's done. Listen, we can sit back and it's not going to happen anytime soon. No, it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen after the draft, but Lamar's gone because to me, Baltimore Ravens are a top flight organization. They have stand up guys in their front office. And they told me when a player requests a trade, they grant him that trade. Isn't that what they told you? That's what they said. When a player requests a a trade, they honor it. You know, they do what they do right by the players and they, you know, Right. What, they're, what they're saying, okay, what they're not saying uh, expressly, what they're saying is, we'll make a trade, we'll honor your trade so long as we get what we want in compensation for you, whether that's picks or, or whatever, whatever, you know, whatever they're wanting at that moment, that's what they go with. So, yeah. Um, what's the consensus in the chat? Do people think he's leaving? Yeah, I see a lot of people are saying. They're saying yeah, they're saying he's gone. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. Does anyone think he's going to stay? If you think he's going to stay, if you're if you feel comfortable, put it in the chat and then tell me why. Why do you think he will stay? Listen, even if even if nothing happens and they do get him to sign that franchise tag, I think Lamar's done being Mr. Nice Guy, and I honestly believe that he'll sit out those. I think he can come. He can sit out six or seven weeks before he actually has to play to get uh, a, a crew, a crew, a, no, a crew another NFL season. 
okay. Yes, because if he sits out the whole year, he's still back at square one, and they can tag him again and go do this the rigmarole all over again. So, yeah. I, so even if he does sign, he doesn't have to sign until week seven, I believe. So, what are you going to do weeks one through six with this roster? I, I hear you, and I it just something I just believe. If it ends up to where Lamar stays, and I just don't see him sitting out. I really don't. Lamar is a player. Lamar is a man of his word. He loves the game. He is a 100%. I am an NFL professional athlete. I am a player of the sport. I'm a lover of the sport. I cannot, I can't see him sitting out. I know he, he has the right to, and I know he would be well within his bounds to do that, to sit out up to six games or up to seven. I don't see that happening. I don't. I would be shocked if he, if he did as much as he loves to play as long as he's healthy and he is full body able to play. I don't see him not playing. I'd be shocked. Okay. And Mr. Jada six says as a Panthers fan, we tried to warn y'all not to repeat our mistakes of how the organization treated cam. No wide receivers, barely an O line, just like cam. And it's, it's kind of the mirroring image of it. You take an athletic black quarterback because when they first drafted cam Newton, they did not think he could pass. And what did Cam do? He came into the NFL and set the rookie record, the rookie yeah. passing record. Yeah. Two 400-yard games to start his season. Mm-hmm. They didn't think he could do it. Now, you would think once again as an organization, hey, we have something we did not think we have. Let's give him some wide receivers and see where we can go. But what did they do? Aha, we have Greg Olson at tight end. Hmm, sound familiar? Mark Andrews. And they gave him Ted Ginn Jr. Oh, but Ted Ginn Jr. was a top 10 pick in the first round. Yes, but Ted Ginn Jr. couldn't catch. That's why Ted Ginn Jr. went from team to team to team. He was, listen, that dude was fast. But he couldn't catch to save his life. Then what did it give him? Devin Funches. Uh, What is my man? Kelvin Benjamin from Florida State. A bunch of bums. They never got Cam anything. And then they ran him into the ground and then ran him off. And as in Panthers fans, if you're in here, Mr. Jay Brodney, you know, you've seen this play out with the Lamar situation and they've been saying it. And what has everybody else been saying? You don't know nothing. You're a Panthers fan. What do you know about the Ravens? I know he's going to leave because y'all ain't treating him right. Oh, you don't know nothing. And now look where we are. Antonio Taylor says he'll stay if we give him four years, 200 million guarantee. I don't think that's a given, Antonio. They mm. dis- they've disrespected him. And somebody said it today, and it kind of reminded me, and I thought it was kind of funny. They said, Lamar's a Capricorn. And I'm a Capricorn. And I'm like, yeah, I love you to death, but if you cross me, it's over. <laughs> and there's nothing that you can do to bring it back. You can offer me as much money as you want to, because guaranteed, listen, Lamar can go out here and get a sneaker deal for $200 million if he wanted to, in all honesty. If he wanted to, he can get a sneaker deal. He can get so many endorsements, but he said, I don't want to go the endorsement route. And I respect him for it because everybody keeps talking about, oh, he's losing out on money. He's he's losing out, he's losing out on what he chooses to lose out on. You don't think Lamar could get up today and say, hey, McDonald's, let me represent you. And they'd be like, you Don Tootin. James Prochet has a commercial. James Prochet. If he can have a commercial. I like Black, um, Black Daniel's comment. You know, don't get me started on Sashi. I think you did that on purpose, Black. I know. I know. I'm sure he did. He wanted to see me get riled up about Sashi Brown. I can't stand him. He is. You're right. He is. I don't like Sashi. I have. I need to have a conversation with him because I have a few things I need to say. Yes. Listen, you cross him and that's it. And my thing is, even, even more so for Lamar, 
and the reason I say this is because he has been so respectful to everyone. Everyone. Like, he goes to interviews. I've heard reporters say, I can't wait to interview Lamar Jackson because he is so polite. Who says that? So I'm polite to you. I treat you with respect. I treat you with respect. But all y'all do is just crap on my name. And then you as my organization, you don't have my back. You don't stick up for me whatsoever. Right. But then when I ask you for the money, you're like, ah, I would, yeah, but. I don't, I don't yeah, I just don't have okay. it. Okay, well, how about you get me some weapons? Man, we just, we just, uh, we, we, pay, we just paid for the defense, bruh. A little light, yeah, a little light in the pockets. Yeah. So it's like you get fed up. You get fed up. And I'm sure he still wants to handle this like a gentleman. But I'm, I'm, I think his mama, and I hope she, she's like, oh, we're done with that. We from Pompano. We from the dirty south. You want to treat us like a certain, like a certain people? We're gonna start acting like a certain people. That's right. Whether it's right or it's wrong, he's done everything right. He's yeah. the only, the only franchise quarterback in history, in the history of the NFL, to get treated like this. Hmm. That's 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 shameful. There are 73 people who are still rocking with us an hour and 13 minutes into this. Please take 2.5. Hit that like button. If you're new, welcome. Thank you so much for stopping in. Hit the subscribe button while you're here. Whew. Yes. 73 people still here. Like, man, y'all about to have me in this piece blushing. <laughs> Black said, who James Rochette got on with Easter Motors? <laughs> Listen. I ain't gonna hold you. Easter Motors does employ a lot of NFL players that are on a certain level, but no, nah, I think it's MedStar, if I'm not mistaken. You know, we have to give them up, but we give them a lot of free plugs and advertisement. You know what I mean? If y'all know some advertisement, somebody want to advertise, let me know. I need sponsors. But yes, I think it's MedStar that James Prochet has a commercial with. And I'm like, of all people, mm. yeah. our Dockies Playground says Lamar is buying real estate in Indy. Don't say that. Don't say that. Do you want him to buy real estate? You, you can't have it both ways, Hendo. Do you want him to buy real estate in Indy or do you want him to buy some in DC? Think about it before you answer. Give, you know, so, so this is my question. Why are you give me why are you giving me the typical Baltimore Ravens scenario? Why does it have to be either or? Why can't it be another option in there somewhere? Huh? Why can't it be the Carolina Panthers? Oh, I'd love it. I'd love you it. You want him in Miami? That's what I've been saying. So for the past year, I said Lamar's gonna end up in Miami. I don't think so. I I mean honestly, I, I just don't think he you know will. You, you know why he's going to end up in there. Why? Because all we, so my, the Miami Dolphins have forfeited their first round pick because they were tampering. They tried to get Tom Brady on the boat and offer him stock in 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 the company to play for them. So once again, I've, I say this all the time: Stephen Ross is a OG. I love Stephen Ross. Mm -hmm. Not always ethical, but he knows what he wants and he goes to get it. I I give him that. So. Steve Ross wants Lamar. He wanted him during the draft. Like, Steve right. Ross wants Lamar. So, they forfeited their first-round pick for tampering with Tom Brady because they knew Tom Brady was only going to play a year or so and then transitioned supposedly into the front office if Ryan Flores had cooperated. So, what happens is if the Dolphins wait till after the draft, guess what? Now they only need to give up a first-rounder in 23 and 24. So, that forfeited first-round pick doesn't even matter. That's what a lot of teams are doing. And when people say, oh, nobody's interested at all, no dummies, they're waiting for the, I'm sorry, I mean, call dummies. It's not what I'm talking about. That's not what I mean. What happened, what's happening is they're waiting for, not, not in that sense, you know, this is a Baltimore thing. So after the draft, they're waiting so that they don't have to give up first round pick this year. They can wait till next year. 
It's not that they're not interested in them. Why why show my why pull, why show my hand now? Why show you my cards now? We can drag this thing out until after the draft, and I owe you nothing this year. So now I can go in the first round, let's say Indy at pick number four, and get something that I want, and then deal with you after the draft. And then all they have to do essentially is front load an offer and make it extremely hard for the Ravens to match it. That's the part that people aren't talking about. Yes, the Ravens could make moves to mm-hmm. free up some cap money, but other teams can free up cap money that they already have more of now and make it a deal and put that poison pill in there that would make it hard for Baltimore to get him. Now, Baltimore may want to match it, but you might have to let go of Patrick Queen. You may have to restructure Stanley or Humphreys again. You know, you might have to let Owe go. Wait a minute. Wait, I was with you. Up until that point, I was I was fine with the restructuring. Long time. I was fine. I, hi, Dancy. How are you doing? Hi, friend. I hope you're well. Good to see you. Thanks for coming by. I was with you, Hendo, when you were talking about getting rid of Queen. And, and I really don't want to get rid of Queen. I prefer to see Queen um, develop and mature for a full season with uh, Roquan. But I'm okay. If it means I keep my quarterback, that's that's fine, too. But you you didn't have to say, oh wait, he didn't do anything to you to deserve that. I'm sorry. I apologize. So Hobbin Two says, I hate to say it, but actually what Lamar did today was great. Now teams know he is willing to leave at a time when all owners are all together. This is fact. This is fact. Let me see. I do I have a video? Did I upload that video? Let me check and see if I uploaded that video. I don't think that I did. Nah, I didn't get a chance to upload that video. But it, but it was a video that came out that said that Lamar Jackson said, this is, this is what they say, I'm not saying it's true, but he said, I'm not looking for a fully guaranteed deal. I saw that. And I'm, will, that. and I'm willing to sign with whomever. Whomever, so, right. So he's pretty much saying, hey, get me out of Baltimore. It don't mm-hmm. have to be fully guaranteed. Now it's, right. the point, now it's to the point where Lamar started watching this show, and he's like, I want to be like Hendo. I'm going to be super petty, and I'm going to sign mm-hmm. for less to be with somebody else. Uh, okay. I see Sharon's comment. Sharon, if he goes to the 49ers, it just gives me a reason to travel out to the West Coast. And I'll let you know when I'm out there, we can meet up. Danity. Where's Danity? She should be in timeout by now. Listen, she gets one San Francisco reference in episode one. It's like the third or fourth time. One more time, Danity. You know what to do because you've done it before. Or was that Brandy? That was Bradley. That was Bradley who put her in yeah, time out. But we're, we're not speak your truth, Shannon, and it's okay. You you speak your truth. We stand behind. I, at least I stand behind you. Listen. I can totally see him, and I can totally see him in the 49ers camp, and he would thrive. And it would give me a reason, another excuse to travel out to the West Coast and link up with with my friend here, Sharon, and I, I can I can finally uh, meet her in person. No, I can go. Hook, I can go to this West the West Coast to meet Shug at first. Exactly. So there you go. So it's a win-win. No. So don't, put her in, so don't put Sharon in timeout because she's trying. She's Sharon is a forward thinker, right? Sharon is thinking big scale. Yeah. She's thinking grandiose. This is bigger than just Lamar. This is about camaraderie too. So she, just like you said, Suge and Ferris and, you know, th- this is this is bigger than that. So no, we're not going to put you in timeout, Sharon. You sure? Because... I'm sure. Listen, the first team I ever hated on this earth was the Washington Redskins. Second team I've ever hated on this earth was San Francisco 49ers. I did not like Joe Montana. I did not like Jerry Rice. I did not like Roger Craig. I didn't like Marty Lott. I didn't like Tom Rathlin, Brent Jones. Hmm. 
I didn't like all of them. So now, yeah. oh, sorry. So what? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, please finish. I'm no, sorry. I, I finished naming off all the people I don't like. Do you like Brandon Ayuk? He do cool. you like Debo Samuel? I like Debo. Okay. Do you like? I like Chris. Uh, Mc, I like Chris McCaffrey. Chris McCaffrey. I like Chris McCaffrey. Okay, so that's where we are today. So we're not going to focus on the people that you didn't like, Indeed. the players that you didn't like. You know ages ago. We're going to focus on what Lamar would be working with if he were to transition to the 49ers today. He would be working under, who's the uh, offensive coordinator? Mike Shanahan. He's the head coach, but who's the, the offensive coordinator? I know, but what, who, on paper, who is the offensive coordinator by name? What's the person's name? If you know Sharon, if you know the um, OC for, for the 49ers or anybody else in the chat, uh, let me know the person's name. But, um, yeah, it you're right. I it mean, doesn't matter. Shanahan is running that offense. Listen, unless y'all want complete dominance, unless y'all want complete and total dominance, do not let Lamar go to San Francisco. Because Shanahan will develop plays let's go. nobody has ever seen in life. And they okay. will score. They will. I guarantee you they will break the scoring record. 70 I, points easily. I guarantee you they break the scoring record. And win 60. three yeah. straight Super Bowls. They will be the first team to win three straight Super Bowls. I guarantee it. And then we'll be sitting over here looking stuck. Faces just stuck for all the people that's like Lamar need to leave, Lamar need to go. They're gonna be stuck looking like, oh, he can play. He did just need an offensive coordinator and some help. And this will be Sharon and me. So you're not even a Baltimore Ravens fan, you're a Lamar fan. I told you that. I have no shame in that. (laughs) (laughs) Slow it. Yes, slow it. Slow it is the guy. Yes, there we go. So thank you so much, One Session. So yes, yeah, so put Lamar over there with Slowick or whatever his name, Slowy, Slowick. Slowick. Put him over there with all of the rest of them. It's going to be, it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be awesome. And then I get to meet Sharon because I'm going to head out there and, and watch, watch my guy play. Yeah, I appreciate you, Sharon. I'll just be picking with you. I, I'm not, I appreciate you. You know, you always come through with everybody else. Oh man, Yes. Lamar in the Bay Area with Steph Curry and my, and my Golden State Warriors. Hmm. That's enticing. I would, I would listen, I would go, I would go there and stay there to watch a 49ers game and a Warriors game. I would, I would, I would do that. But hmm. I like Steph. I like Steph. I'm not a, um, a Warriors fan. Go Magic. That's but that, that's him. But like I said, they, but I mean, I, I definitely cheer for, for Steph Curry. I like Steph. That's that 49 team would be against the law. That 49 team would be against the law. Ayuk, Ayuk, Kittles, Debo. Uh, we'll bring Owe with us too. I thought y'all wanted to win. We are. Mm. He hasn't won even. Oh, I'm practicing already. I, I, I forgot. We forgot about that slow motion uh, video he put out. It wasn't in slow motion. Keep. I want you to keep it up and the chat and everybody else in this ether out here is going to see some spice come out. And I'm really trying to hold my mule. I'm trying. I'm really, really trying. Oh, it was one more comment about OA. And I'm telling you that. Oh, it was going up against some old white man. Like, (laughs) you know what? That was just rude. That was me. That's not how it looked. That's how no, I looked it at No, I, it didn't. No, it didn't. No, in all honesty, I thought it was going in slow motion. I'm like, why is he going so slow? Did they slow the tape down? You're the only one who thought that. And that's just bet, because you know, like, oh. Bet. Chat, tell her. No, chat, chat please. Tell her. Did y'all not think that they had slowed <laughs> no, the tape down a little bit? 
because I was like, he can't be right. That's not four three. So there are seventy five people in the chat. Please, somebody have my back here. Please. Nobody, <laughs> nobody will listen. We speak truth over here. We speak That's why we speak facts, facts over, over fiction. Facts over fiction. Facts and over feelings, feelings. And that too. Facts over fandom. And it's a fact. Is it a fact? Is it a fact that that clip was not in slow motion? <laughs> yes or no? My man Brandon. My man Brandon always coming through. Slow way. Brandon say slow. <laughs> Brandon, we were supposed to start a channel. It's over. No channel with Brandon. I you heard it here first. Brandon and I will not be making a video. We were gonna, you know, get a video soon about the XFL. We we're gonna recap the whole season for you. We're not doing it. Slow way. No, oh my gosh, I didn't even know. Where's your notebook? Uh, get, get your notebook, buddy. Yeah. Get your notebook and listen, write it down. Listen, y'all think she's joking. Listen. It's, the merch is coming. MDT. The merch is coming. The merch is coming. I got to make a slow way shirt. Well, we thank you all so much for hanging out with us. This was a lot of fun. <laughs> this is a blast. No, I mean, it was. Listen, it is a blast. So, who? Listen. Glad listen. we can entertain you, especially on a day like when you had um, not the greatest uh, start to the day, so to speak. All 74 of you, make sure you, you, you hit the like button, hit subscribe. And there are plenty of other YouTubers who are in the chat as well. And they'll run down the list. Make sure you go over there and check out their channels too. There's a little bit of variety throughout all of the content creators. So whatever your flavor, you're sure to find some of the best out here to do it in the business. So make sure you subscribe and, and share. Share the videos too. Let your, Don't keep it to yourself. Don't yeah. keep all the goodness to yourself. Go ahead and tell your friends, like, oh, my goodness, this comical value has to be added to your life. And then hit the share button and then send it over to someone right. else so that they can get a laugh, too. Call them up and say, loved one, I got something for you to watch. Like, hey, yeah. they, doing they doing repeats on TV, Netflix showing the same stuff, except I will say go see the Night Agent. Awesome. Uh, Hulu, Prime Video, it's the same things. Trust you. When I tell you the crew has something for you every day of the week, we got somebody streaming every day of the week. And you'll see some iteration of all of us together. But I'm going to run down the list of the shows real quick. So you got LBHT show. They talk about Ravens and Panthers. My man Jose and Brodney, best in the business. It's my favorite show, to be quite honest. I'm trying to get like them. You know what I mean? I thought I was. Y'all had me trending in that direction. I was like, oh, we getting close to 100 people. Eh, not so much. Not good enough. Also, with their man, OTL Mike. They do rankings podcast. So if you like boxing, make sure to go over there. There are a bunch of uh, bouts coming up in the upcoming month. So they'll be streaming. Normally, it's after the bouts. Uh, last weekend, I think they streamed at like 1.30 in the morning, 2.30. Listen, they grinding over there. They got the lunch break hot take. They got the rankings. And like I said, they do it with our brother, OTL Mike. So if you like a podcast where the mic is open to the people, it doesn't matter who, when, where, why. Make sure you check out OTL Mike. Dope brother. He's got that smooth 95.9 voice giving you that jazz. I'm telling you, that's my man. Also, on Friday nights at 6 p.m., myself and my man, Mr. Galloway, we have electric relaxation with Mr. Galloway where we talk about all things hip-hop. We do old school mainly, and the new school, we don't do that at all. So if you like old school hip-hop, check us out. Also, we have my son, SKAJ, if you like Call of Duty. He's just starting his channel up, trying, I guess, trying to go in my footsteps. I don't know, but make sure you go support them if you have kids. Make sure they can go jump over there because my son does some really dope things. Now, sit to Tally Films. Mm -hmm. 
Coach Evans, he's out there doing his thing, grinding, making three or four videos every day of the week. Now, in about a half, less in, in a little over a half an hour, you can find myself, Lunch Break Hot Take, OTL Mike, and Chris Just Joking from Deep Cover Podcast. We will be doing the Ravens Roundup on Sip to Tally. Now, if you like stuff for the streets, because I know a lot of y'all do, especially if you're from Baltimore, go to more Sip to Tally. Sip to Tally is for the Ravens. More Sip to Tally is for the streets. That's where we start getting real. And keeping it real never goes wrong over there. Also, we got the Let's Get Ready Network with my man first. Him and Caleb, they do a podcast called Good Friends, Better Rivals, where they talk about the Redskins. I'm sorry, about the Cowboys and the Giants rivalry. Really dope. Listen, first is going places. One day he's going to be on a network. Catch him before he gets famous. So you can say, hey, I knew that dude way back when. Also, in the comments section, my man Shook Knight. We got Suge Knight 323. He does a steel conspiracy on Tuesday nights at 9.15 p.m. with his co-host, Brodney from Lunch Break Hot Take. They do a Ravens Steelers podcast. And on Friday evenings at around about 11.15, sometimes here or there, he does Late Night with Suge where they just do a talk show. We talk about all different topics and bring up certain things. Last but not least, we have my man Raven C. Just hit 2,000 subscribers. Shout out to my brother. Go over there. He talks to Ravens as well. Really, really dope content. So, that is the lineup. Like I said, you're going to find something every day of the week. And I don't mean just videos. We actually live stream pretty much every day of the week. We try to get something for Thursdays because I think that's the only day we don't have slided for anything. So if y'all really feeling it and y'all want to do something, or y'all want to see us, let us know. Because, listen, I'm down to keep the people satisfied. This is why I'm here, to try to give you some type of entertainment. And I hope and I, I pray that I am actually entertaining you all. That is my goal. I hope I'm doing a good job of it. You know, I doubt it. I doubt myself sometimes, but I, I hope. I hope. You know. Either way. Either never way. doubt. Just never doubt yourself, and that's just for everyone in here. Either way, sorry. You're, you're enough. Uh, Thursday. Here, here's an idea. This is a novel idea. I saw a moment ago when I declined working with um, um, Brandon on YouTube Appreciate because Brandon said slow way. And I told Brandon that, you know, I, I'm out. So Brandon then came back and said, he's going to come on to Pendo's channel. So that could be right. The Thursday night stream to which you just referred. That is a novel idea. That is a novel idea. And I thought of that one all my, all by myself. Did you really? I did. It's like borderline, you know, a genius idea. I said, oh, goodness. You were just mentioning, you were just mentioning that there was no content on Thursday. Yes. And then shortly before you said that, Brandon said, I'm going to go on Hendo's show. And I said, oh, gosh, let me put two and two together and come up with four. Match made in heaven. Problem solved. Yes, Mr. J. I'm picking number three overall on Wednesday's draft. It's like I said. Also, not only do I have Fantasy Football League, Lunch Break Hot Take has a Fantasy Football League going as well. Patreon.com forward slash LBHT show. Sign up. I'm telling you, the Discord alone is worth it. Just the interaction that you have. Brandon, Brandon Bazell, he's new to it. And I guarantee you, he's getting his money worth, money's worth out of it. 24 hours a day. Somebody's in there. We're talking. We're joking. We talk about more than just sports. We talk life. Like, listen, we are building a community here. This is not just a YouTube thing. This is not just a Patreon thing. This is a community of people. And like Big Rage said, we are a family. We're building a family outside of our own. That's that's the that's the hope and my dream 
for what mm -hmm. I'm trying to accomplish. Like, I hope you feel comfortable here. I hope you feel appreciated because I appreciate y'all. Like, I, I've told to the people before, I did not expect to do this. I expected to do this, try this as an experiment to get it out the way and just be like, ah, I tried, nobody rock with it, I'm good. But people showed me so much love. I've gotten so much support that I really do appreciate you all and I try to do everything I can for you. I spend every waking hour that I'm not on here trying to improve the show, trying to make it a better experience for you all. Uh, that's my only goal. Like I'm like Lamar, I'm, 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 I'm for the people. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to get, I'm just trying to get my worth. I'm trying to get me and my peoples up. You know what I mean? So let me get out of here because I got to get ready to go do culture strength. So like I said, make sure you go over to Sip to Tally. We're about to do a Ravens roundup. Don't know what the topics are today, but I'm going to guess it might have a little something to do with Lamar Jackson. Brandon said that he, Lamar, and Yolanda are fielding offers for a new team. I'm with you on that one, Brandon. Yeah, we are. Let us know. Wait where we're headed on our new team. Wait a minute. So we got to trade for all three of y'all? It's a it's a package? I've already said that. We're a package deal. No, I'm just saying we got we got to put Brandon in that package too? Brandon inserted himself, so I'm not going to deny him. I'm not going to, you know, like, I'm not going to say that he can't join us. Lamar and I were always a package deal. That was always how it's been. But now it's we're adding Brandon to the mix. And so I'm, I'm okay with that. That's a good question. That's a good question, Eva Lamar. What background am I going to use today? Hmm. Yolanda and I may have to discuss something. And you'll see. So if you want to know what background I'm going to use, make sure you jump over to Sit the Tally Films to see what we're about to do in approximately 26, 27 minutes. So thank you all so much. Are we about to, we are about to get up. The people. We are about to get up out of here. I appreciate you all for rocking with us, especially on a pop-up stream. It's been an hour. In 33 minutes, and y'all still here rocking with the people. We appreciate it. I love y'all. I appreciate the community. Any parting words that you want to leave with Yolanda? Thank you all so much for your loyalty, your support. It means a lot. And you know, it doesn't go unnoticed for the YouTubers who are putting in the work, putting in the time, and just the fact that repeatedly, routinely, consistently, you show up and you you support in ways that are unimaginable. So just know that you all are mean, meaningful. Just know you matter. Don't let anybody ever tell you otherwise. Tell them Yolanda, spicy Yolanda will come for them if they ever mistreat you. <laughs> but no, seriously, thank you all so much for everything that you do. It's appreciated. So I hope this was a little bit lively for you because I know today started off in a not so great, at least for me, I'll speak for myself, started off around 10 o'clock in a not so great place. And it was difficult for me to concentrate at work. I was I was there, but I was I wasn't. So but um I hope that we provided you some type of entertainment. Facts. Facts. facts, facts. Yes. Like Daniel said, I'm missing the University of Maryland's women's basketball for y'all. I'm missing the same thing for y'all, bro. But let's keep it a let's keep it a buck, black. They play in South Carolina. <laughs> like, let's keep it a buck. And then Black stole my stuff. I was about to tell y'all. The password is muy caliente. Muy caliente. That is the password. No. Super spicy. Super no. spicy. <laughs> no. But yes, no. We, we out of here. Listen, as I've always said, and it's been a while. So what did I say, Yolanda? Make sure to Never formulate. give into conformity. That always think for yourself. Right? Formulate your own opinions. Uh-huh. And be somebody important. Yeah. That's it. Be yourself. <laughs> and we out. <laughs>